Hey, welcome back to E-Crime Bites, Season 2, Episode 13. This episode, we're bringing you Julian Alonzo Martin and his cyberstalking against his ex-wife and his ex-wife's stepfather. Stepfather has never met Julian Alonzo Martin. Being threatened by him. Kind of a crazy story. So throughout here, we've been showing you uh, text messages and Facebook messages of some threats that Julian has been sending not only to his ex-wife, but he had made phone calls to organizations like the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children and said that his stepfather was a pedophile. So um, the blast radius of what Julian has caused here is not just his ex-wife. It's his ex-wife's stepfather, too, and you're going to see the blast radius is going to get much bigger and it's going to include people outside this bubble as well so now we're bringing you act three more threats so let me pop up more threats on your screen that this guy has sent and i laugh at him not with him so for the audio listeners again i'll try to read things out loud um, for the video listeners i try to put all this stuff on the screen so you can check out what the actual real evidence looks like for yourself what i see in the court documents this is exactly what i see so he says to his ex-wife fuck you give me my son or your life is over fuck you you have no right to say shot you fucking whore bitch now if you're just joining us this guy spells wonderfully so shot probably means shit if i had to guess and he goes on to more harassment you are a whore fuck you and the bitch ass n-bomb around you they are all dead you're, you're spelled incorrectly. You're never seeing our son ever after I take him. Ever. Do you understand me? You got me fucked up for years. Fuck you, you trifling bitch. Give me my son now. Now, if there's any threat in this whole episode that I had to highlight as the one that I, that was the pinnacle, is probably this one where he says, you are all evils in one little bitch. <laughs> I've never heard somebody say that before. All right. And again, I'm laughing at him, not the victim here. He continues on and says, look in the mirror, you dumb bitch. Smile, you tagged teeth hoe. And I don't know if tagged is supposed to be a different word. I don't know. I don't do a lot of threats, so I don't know what to plug in there. Oh, God. He goes out and says, you fucking zombie mom whore. I hope you kill yourself after I get done with you. Bleed out, bitch. Go back to hell where you came from. Your boyfriend's family is already dead. It's too late. Fuck, dude. He's getting robbed, then beat to death in front of his kids. Wow. Imagine just getting that day after day. He says more. He says, every random bitch, and I think he meant as, ass, A-S-S, but he spelled A-S, and bomb, you put me over is dead. Yeah. <sighs> You already have a list of over seven and bomb you put me over you whore you literally nasty stripper bitch nasty disgusting diseases bitch go take your whore ass back to brazil anyways i'm just reading what you wrote let's see he says something that i can't fully read because there's an icon over it but it has to do with her and her dad and it sounds very incestuous and then, oh, and then he made, he said she has big gums and I can't read the whole thing. It just doesn't even sound right coming out of my mouth. But he says that she has big gums. 
Then he tried to call her. She didn't answer. And then in case, in case you were, you may be confused. Listen, I may be reading these really fast for you and you're going, I don't understand what the fuck is going on in this case. Well, I tell you what, Julian Martin is going to clear it up because his last two statements in his harassment says, I'm harassing you. I'm harassing you. So if you were not clear, you are clear now what Julian was doing to his ex-wife because he told her he is harassing her twice. And then he goes on to say, just know when the cops come to arrest me, someone's going to die. So I imagine law enforcement's not happy to see that written. He goes on to say, thanks for putting me on the hit list. Hack my phone. It's already hacked. See everything. Come arrest me, bitch. Put me in jail, bitch. And then in the court documents, which to me seems like this should have happened way up front. But finally, in the Facebook message stamp, it says he's been blocked. So I don't know if that was like enough to piss her off and she blocked him or what, but it seemed like I would have blocked him probably what 17 paragraphs ago when he was doing the threats. All right. So other threats, he says things to her like scared of death. Not me. I have no son with me, no family. I have nothing to lose. He will be perfect. And I want you to watch him take and it's kind of blacked out. And I, if I had to put words in there, I think he's saying he's going to kill his son. If I had to guess, I don't know that for a fact, but it looks like there's a skull and crossbones sort of in there. Uh, he continues on and says, I've been wanting to try something on a cop. I hope to find dude, please ass ASAP. LOL. So, so bad. So bad. I want to hurt somebody real bad. Like a guy who thinks he's my son's dad. All right. So now he's threatening the ex-wife and the stepfather, but he's also threatening law enforcement, at least to the ex-wife. So that's pretty much directly threatening law enforcement because the ex-wife's going to give it to law enforcement, right? So that's probably going to be added to his troubles here. Now he starts talking about lawyers, judges, and things like that. So he starts saying, I hope all your lawyers and judges die. Fuck this shit. They are racist bigots. Come arrest me, you dumb bitches. Fuck all people who are racist. Out of context, bitches ruining lives and laughing for a paycheck. And at this point, it was probably before this point, but there was a point in this case where I'm reading and I'm going, this guy may not, may not be in touch with reality based on just the threats it seems like he's sending. I don't know that as a fact, but... I've never really seen so many just off the wall threats like this against just so many groups other than the Jason Lydell case that we had last year. All right. He goes on to say, I'd rather go broke than get paid to be a bitch. Then he tries to call her. She doesn't answer. So it's a missed video chat. And he goes on in his threats. It says acting like I haven't been asking for my son for years. You document falsifying crazy racist bastard. -a. I think you meant bastard. You will get karma in all forms. Then in random caps, God is coming for all of you. Y'all like that. I don't know why he said that. And then he tried to call her. She didn't answer. So it's a missed audio call. God, this fucker, man. So then he opens up an Instagram account. And I've got sort of like the profile header of this Instagram account for you on your screen. And he's. He pretends to be his ex-wife and has her picture in there, which is blacked out in her name. 
And it says simply in the profile, this woman has HIV. She is a manipulative liar. I believe this is probably the Instagram account he used to comment on the school's Instagram page we talked to you about in a couple acts ago. So there are some other posts from this Instagram account. Um, it says, it has like a picture of her in there. And it says, I'm a stupid cheating bitch who tells her son's dad he can't be with him because he's made that you're a fucking stupid lying bitch. I'm reading you word for word this guy wrote. It's as crazy as this, I tell you. And then another post, he says, look at me, I'm a dirty whore. Where is your son? If you stop the case there, you would say, holy shit, Keith, that was crazy. They should arrest him, put away forever. We're, we're not done. There's, there's more, okay? Martin goes further. He then breaks into his ex-wife's Snapchat account at one point took her private sexual pictures and then sent them to her family members. That action alone deserves its own episode because it's just utterly heinous. In my opinion, I couldn't imagine how she felt when that happened. So then Martin was arrested at some point. I don't know if it was because of this or when they, you know, put the charges against him earlier when I told you in act one, when they talked to the police, because they've talked to law enforcement many times for this guy. So he was arrested at one point on June 24th of 2022. When he was arrested, he had two cell phones with him and another four phones seized from his bedroom. Now, if you've been watching any of our prior episodes, you've heard me say personally, why would anybody have more than even two phones, right? Maybe a work and a personal phone at best. In a lot of these cases, you see people have two, three, four, six, eight, 12 phones. And it's absolutely crazy. And Julian Martin here was no different. I think he used these phones to try to falsify the phone calls, emails, text messages, and so forth, because he probably didn't want them coming from his cell phone. Now, Martin being arrested probably goes, holy shit. All right. Probably doesn't say I went too far. Maybe I fucked up. Maybe I should apologize. Maybe I should cool it. No, Martin does none of that. What Martin does is he, after being charged and arrested, asks his family members to contact the victims in the case. So then in jail, Martin calls his sister and he says, I don't know, get a hold of fucking the ex-wife's stepfather, the, you know, the school worker that we've been talking about. He goes on and says, and tell him to drop the charges. I'm sure the ex-wife is very happy right now. I don't know if she's happy. You've been threatening her for years, man. I don't know if she's happy. So then Martin goes to his brother and he says, I told my sister to message ex-wife and tell her people to tell them to try to get them to drop the charges. Then Martin asks his brother, after this phone call, if you could hit my sister up and remind her to try to do that shit. Again, this is all recorded through jail calls. I can't believe people talk like this. So then Martin's brother responds, I got you. And then goes on to, to note he thinks he will call their mom instead of their sister to contact the ex-wife. So we're bringing more people in. Martin then says to his brother, both, man. Bring in both my sister and my mother to pressure the ex-wife to drop these charges. In his words, to get this shit dropped. All right, so that's the end of Act 3. That's a lot of threatening, right? <laughs> We've got more. 
We've got more because Act 4 is 1-2 Freddy's Coming For You, which is part of his ratchet up of threats. And it gets worse. So if there's anything you liked in this act or any of the prior acts, please like, subscribe, follow, thumbs up, whatever the positive affirmation is on whatever app it is you're watching or listening to us on. And if you haven't been to our website, please do go there. It's eCrimeBytes, E-C-R-I-M-E-B-Y as in yellow milk, T-E-S dot com. And we got all our links to our social media things there. And be excited. Do come back tomorrow. For Act 4, 1-2, Freddy's coming for you because we're going to wrap up a lot of this threat thread of this case and we're going to kind of start to switch gears into when Martin is thankfully caught. So we look forward to seeing you in Act 4. Thanks. Mm -hmm.